0: Okay, here we go. We just finished the event. All types of new Apple things. Apple Watch is what they started with. Then they went to the new AirPods Pro. And then, of course, iPhone 14, 14 Plus, 14 Pro, 14 Pro Max. Uh, I was thinking maybe they would call it Ultra because, well, they called the Watch Ultra, but that might be too Samsung-like. Here's what I want to do for you today on this broadcast, considering the fact that many of you just sat through... What was one of Apple's longest events or the longest I've been to in a while? I mean, I haven't, I haven't been there, but I've been here. And I mm. sat there, I saw Willie Dooley scratching his head. What I want to do for you here today before I get too off track is break it all down for you as quickly as possible. Uh, everything that you need to know from today's Apple event, that is the iPhone 14 event. So let's start with Apple Watch Series 8. What did they say? Well, we've got Narrow Borders. New watch faces. The display is going to be brighter. They said that it is swim-proof, dust-proof, crack-resistant, to which I was curious, what exactly does that mean? To what extent is it those things? They went on later to talk a little bit more about the actual rating. Uh, They talked a lot about the ability to track menstrual cycles for those that ovulate. And in order to do that, they had to get this sensor working alongside uh, body temperature. Mm. and how that changes particularly overnight when you're sleeping so it's constantly measuring your wrist temperature they spent some time on this segment and used it as an opportunity to also sell the fact that apple does a lot of its uh storage on device via encryption and so forth and that apple's not going to look at your sensitive data relating to your menstrual cycle actually the way they showed it was pretty cool i personally do not ovulate however Mm. i was looking at it and i'm like you know that's pretty useful okay yeah and they put a little animation on it. a lot of people are doing this and and they've integrated it in such a fashion that uh, maybe more people will use such things and keep track Uh, another thing they talked about crash detection they went out into the street in order to showcase this Hmm. there was no actual crash when he was out there but he was out on a road and they said hey uh, these crashes typically occur in rural settings and maybe if both parties that crash and maybe one person crashes into an obstacle or uh, rolls off the road or falls asleep at the wheel or whatever it happens to be a lot of times uh, if it's in a rural enough setting, there is no alert to anybody that this has transpired and it might not be till the next morning that the individual is discovered. So this crash detection is using motion sensors, gyroscope accelerometer, uh, which have apparently been enhanced. Apparently they've been working on this feature for years in order to tell if a crash has taken place. And if it's determined, if the watch thinks, hey, this criteria has been met for the amount of force that would typically occur in a crash, then there's a prompt that comes up on the display. That prompt is going to ask you, hey, have you been in a crash? If you don't say no, much like an alarm system, we're going to notify the authorities and send, um, send help, essentially. Well, the authorities would have to send the help. Uh, so, yes, I, there was a lot. There was a big element in this presentation of all the things that can kill you. Mm. From the crashes to the getting lost to uh, being in the desert and climbing the mountains and such, and all the ways in which Apple's going to save your life. So you buy their product and you don't die. Sure. You can also save the environment while you're at it. We all sensed this undertone, which actually turned into more of an overtone. Mm. Technology will save you. Anyhow, crash detection, just one more way it's going to save you. More exciting to me is the low power mode, since there's very few chances I'm going to be caught in the desert. Well, low power mode is going to give up to 36 hours of battery life, which sounds good, three days, but then it's not so good when you put it up against this new ultra model, which I'll talk more about later on. Uh, This 36-hour battery mode, low power mode, is obviously going to... Alter the behavior of the watch uh, into like certain features are obviously going to be suppressed in order to achieve that. Get 18 hours all day battery life and up to 36 hours with a new low power mode. Great for occasions when you're away from your charger, like a long flight. Anyway, this is going to restrict some features in order to deliver that extended battery, which I could see myself using that if I wasn't more interested in the Ultra model. There's now international roaming on the cellular version of Uh, series eight four colors are going to be available midnight starlight silver and red that's for the aluminum models you're also going to have stainless colors silver gold and graphite there will be new nike bands new nike uh, watch faces and of course for the luxury heads there will be a new apple watch hermes It'll start at 3.99 dollars for the non-cellular version and then $4.99 for cellular. You can order the Apple Watch Series 8 today and you will get it September 16th. Let's move on to the Apple Watch SE. This was by far the shortest segment of the entire event today. Mm-hmm. They were just like, and Apple Watch SE, save some cash. Uh, silver midnight starlight same processor as the series 8 but at a savings you can tell the display is not as nice and a number of other things Uh, they were kind of pitching this as the family apple watch to get for your children the children were messaging back and forth 249 non-cellular 299 cellular also order this today and get it september 16th now let's get to possibly the most exciting item in the announcement depends who you are. I know Kirk came running in here to say, "Where do I get one?" I said, "You're gonna have to wait till the end of the thing." He's so excited because he uh, fancies himself an action an action figure, and therefore he yeah. sees himself in these types of environments, and he wants the Ultra. It's made of titanium. Apple Watch Ultra made of titanium, amazing material, incredibly strong, incredibly light. A 49 millimeter case, I don't mind. I've worn rugged watches in the past and I knew this watch was going to be bigger and I knew that because it was going to be bigger, it was going to have better battery life, which is one of the things that keeps me from using smartwatches on a regular basis. So 49 millimeter titanium case. It has a sapphire display. Now I know from my history of testing a variety of phones, displays, screen protectors, and watch faces Uh, Sapphire is an unbelievable material. It's incredibly hard and therefore scratch resistant. However, it tends to be brittle or more brittle than other materials which are more prone to scratching. So it's like you get one or the other, either some degree of flexibility for a drop or some degree of scratch resistance. You kind of toggle in one direction or the other. Now, because they use Sapphire, they did this innovative thing, which is, raise the titanium edge of the side of the watch the watch frame up over the ridge of the sapphire so it's not exposed if you're if you happen to drop this or receive an impact Uh, this is a fantastic idea knowing the materials in use here the titanium is going to be a lot more durable and it's protecting your sapphire from a crack and then on the on the top side you're not going to have to worry about a scratch you also just get beautiful clarity it's very nice thing to look at This is the biggest, brightest display ever on an Apple Watch. Uh, In sunlight, up to 2,000 nits of brightness, which is no joke if you follow nits. If you ever imagine your smartphone or your laptop and you ever measure nits, I know I haven't said it in a while. Will's a big nit guy. So whatever. He cares about this. I do, especially in sunlight. However, what if it's nighttime? Will's showing off here the... Wayfinder watch face with night mode turned on. This gets rid of the blue light, makes it easier to look at. I presume it probably saves a little bit of battery life too, if it's nighttime and you want something a little bit more subtle. There's something on the on the side, which is a kind of programmable custom button called the action button. Mm. And during the presentation, they showed off a number of ways in which you could utilize this. Uh you could you uh if you're running, you could use it to uh, start a new lap. Uh, You could have it trigger, well, pretty much anything. It's customizable. That's the point, a compass waypoint, uh, the beginning of a fitness exercise or a dive. They they showed off some uh, diving footage. You can take this thing deeper than before. Either way, customizable, programmable button, whatever it is you do a lot of, you can use this button for that. And it's in international orange, which I thought was a funny uh, phrasing, but that is actually a thing. And it's a good kind of identifiable uh, color, you know, in general. Sure, yeah. So you see the orange button, the international orange button, and you know it means business. It also has a bigger crown, so it's going to be, you know, a little bit more robust feeling when you reach for it. It it seems to have some kind of protection around it too, making, making it a little less likely to have unintentional turns larger diameter and coarser grooves make it easier to use uh the depth gauge provides real time measurement of underwater depth down to 40 meters along with water temperature readings it has uh oh the other thing about having a bigger uh bigger buttons and a bigger dial is that it's easier to use with gloves that's the other one i want to mention so if you're doing the snowboarding skiing whatever type of expedition Uh, this is just going to be easier to interact with it's it's just a larger watch it has a second speaker and they think that it's going to make for better calls right on the device whether that be with your phone present or just using the cellular connection that the that the watch already has Uh, there i'll get to to another feature later on an emergency feature that also utilizes the speakers Uh, but it has uh, three microphones as well so Uh, when it comes to uh, voice input for those same phone calls, that's going to obviously be more effective in windy environments. An adaptive algorithm picks up best microphone for audio, machine learning filters, noise for optimal voice clarity. This is a difficult thing for a watch to do because, you know, it's out in the open. It's, Mm. it's out here. Now you can lift it towards your mouth, but people are probably going to use it out here or further away. So you need these Mm. algorithm, this algorithm in play, Uh, in order to really isolate that voice and that's what the three microphone setup is aiming to do Uh, every single ultra watch is going to have cellular you get this watch you get cellular Mm. so when you're considering the price point just recognize you're actually comparing to the cellular model of the series 8 instead of the non-cellular this is the biggest battery ever in an apple watch they claim 36 hours on a single charge and they're not talking about battery saving mode we're just saying 36 hours Normal use, all the features. Yeah, like what if you're camping or something? Okay, Th- did, I think I said earlier 36 hours. I think I said three days. What was I talking about? That's not even close to three days. <laughs> what am I talking about? I must have been thinking about the A low. Three. I must have been thinking about the low power on this, which oh, is okay. almost. Yeah, almost. Uh, but anyways, 36 hours of normal use. We go beyond that 24 hour period. Whatever. That's fantastic. It's better than than not. And uh, on this model, coming soon is what they said, 60 hours on low power. That's interesting. Like, they're not going to put out the low power mode right away. Still optimized. I don't know. They're trying to finish up the software. But here's what they say. Battery life for days when you're on the second day of a backpacking trip, the final leg of a triathlon or driving along a coral reef. The last thing you want to think about is running out of battery with longer battery life than ever. You can take on almost anything and have energy to spare. Anyway. 36 hours, single charge, 60 hours with optimized mode. You have some new watch faces and you have a bunch of special new bands, including the Alpine loop, trail loop, and ocean band, each one targeted at a different user. Alpine is sort of the expedition type. You have that same international orange on the strap and a titanium clasp, which is going, going to allow you to tighten it at a number of different locations It looks rugged. It looks kind of cool. The trail loop is the most lightweight option. Super thin. It's meant to be the most comfortable, and it looks like it's using a hook-and-loop Velcro-like kind of setting so you can get, well, uh, an even more customized fit with it. This is going to be for people who are into running. People like yourself, William, you're not getting too crazy on the Alpine. I mean, you're not climbing. I don't know what you're doing. No, no, no. None of that. You're probably more into the comfort. Yeah. Just guessing. There's also an ocean band, which has an interesting design. It's more of like a rubber-like material, and you have a couple of titanium clasps there. The name is in that one. This is for uh, those near the ocean doing the The water. Yeah, doing the water things and uh, the swimming and the surfing and so forth. You might want that band. Uh, It's going to repel water and so forth. Uh, you have better GPS in this device. They spent a second talking about it, especially in dense urban areas. Uh, it shouldn't it should deal better with obstructions and things that you would normally have in an urban area, like big buildings and so on. You, sometimes these devices can get wonky in those scenarios. Apparently, they claim it's going to be the best performing of any smartwatch in dense urban environments. You have a new compass app uh, navigation. You have a siren. That's what I was going to talk about with those speakers. Uh, having this bigger, better speaker setup means that you can launch this audible siren. You could use it as a if you're lost. But I was thinking as well if like somebody's trying to attack you or something. Mm. More urban environment siren. You just hit the siren. Maybe okay. you even use your action button for the siren sure. as you walk to the parking garage late at night. Will i i would definitely use it it's like audio pepper spray i don't know how loud it actually is but they say it can be heard up to 600 feet and they say it's a pattern that everyone's going to notice i don't know how helpful or useful that will be but you can make a lot of noise from your watch in a pinch in a moment uh you can take this thing deeper in the water wr100 water resistance and then they gave some diving classification that i have zero familiarity with en133319 for diving Anyway, you can take it 40 meters or 130 feet. How much is it going to cost? $799 for all models. That's USD. It's a lot of money for a smartwatch. Mm. It is cer- certainly getting up there. But if you look at the way that Kirk barged into here, this just, it ultra. just seems to meet certain, some people's criteria of how they see themselves, of the activities that they're up to. Sure. And I guess people are willing to pay it Uh, you got a $1,000 phone and now you have close to a $1,000 watch. Some people are going to scoff at it. You know, it's it's, it's definitely going to be a polarizing product because it's a premium price tag. Probably for most people, and I don't know, this is just speculation, the Series 8 should be sufficient. But if you want to have the ultra experience, you're going to have to pay for it uh this one is available to order today and you will get it september 23rd i would probably go for the lightweight strap um though that the alpine loop does look quite stylish you can see you can get it in green and orange and you can also get it in white but yeah i mean you'll have to pick your own personalized setup whatever uh is suitable for you which one you like the best will I kind of like this blue and gray one. Blue and gray with the trail loop. Yeah. That's the one Will will be going for. And Mo will obviously go for the ocean band. He's a man of the ocean. Yeah, I, don't, I honestly kind of like the look of it better than the regular Apple watch. It just has a more rugged thing going on, which in the past I've had. I have a history of rugged watches. Sure. I feel like I can kind of, you know, slam them around a little bit more. They feel less fragile. I hope this feels that way. But with titanium, maybe it will. All right, let's uh, get into the AirPods Pro next. Don't worry, iPhone 14, 14 Plus Pro and Pro Max coming up immediately after this. Uh, you have a new H2 chip. Spatial audio is now personalized. You can actually use your phone to take a scan of the shape of your ear inside of your face in order to enhance mm. the spatial audio experience into what Apple is calling the most immersive version of it yet. You've also got better noise cancellation thanks to this H2 chip. Apple is claiming double the noise cancellation capability. Uh, This is also going to be enhanced by the fact that you now have four ear tip sizes to choose from as opposed to the previous three. Mm. There is a new extra small for people with small ear canals. Mm. Won't be I don't think it's going to be useful for me. But actually getting the right fit is critical in getting the best performance out of any earbud, uh, especially an in-ear style that sits a little more deeply than, you know, a typical AirPod non-pro model. Uh, It has adaptive transparency mode, which is a thing that we've seen on other headphones and earbuds. This is going to aim to analyze the environment in order to automatically adapt to what type of noise is going on in their demonstration. There was a guy with like a jackhammer. Listen, it's a, they're making movies over there at Apple during these keynote presentations. It's hard to know exactly how effective these things are. It's all very slick. And I suppose that's why people like us get it and test it out because Mm -hmm. the movies make you want to buy all the things. Mm -hmm. Well, don't they? It's kind of how that works. Uh, You have touch control on the side for capacitive volume up and down the little area where you used to pinch uh, you can quickly adjust your volume longer battery life again which I don't know that's never a bad thing this is a thing everybody appreciates and wants more of 6 hours of listening uh with just the earbuds which is a 33% increase over the previous version and if you include the charge case you're looking at 30 hours total listening time uh there's a speaker on the case now which can send certain notifications as far as being charged or things like that you can get some information via audio and you can use your apple watch charger for your airpods pro which is kind of nice everybody i think who was cheering i don't know somebody here was cheering at that idea listen this is better i don't want to have more chargers so that's great use the apple watch charger for the airpods pro they're 249 dollars usd you can order these on september 9th and you'll get them september 23rd for some reason you can't uh, add it to the bag right now currently unavailable this is canada maybe it's something to do with that oh it said no right there order starting 5 a.m oh yeah, I'll order September ninth. Well, I All just right. said it. Right, cool. You're getting ahead. You're getting ahead of yourself here. You're, you're like Kirk with the uh, uh, yeah. with the ultra, ultra watch over there. All right, let's get into fourteen and fourteen plus. Let's get into the iPhones. So obviously we already knew this was gonna be the case. We made a video on, you know, some of these model units, and it seemed that the writing was on the wall for the mini model for a while now, that it just didn't sell well and people wanted bigger phones. We already kinda knew that, but it does suck to officially say goodbye to the mini model now at the baseline we're going to have a 14 and a 14 plus so you're going to have a standard size of 6.1 inches and then a 6.7 inch regular phone non-pro you don't need to go pro in order to get a bigger size uh 6.7 inches comes with the other benefit of probably packing in a larger battery i think this plus model iphone 14 plus is going to be a big seller like out of the bunch Uh, because it kind of gives people what they want they the big screen seems to be a demand and then a slightly lower price than going for the pro model if they feel they don't they don't need the extra pro features uh apparently the other thing they improved was thermal performance but they briefly just they just brushed over it they're like play some more video games i'm like all right okay 1,200 nits of peak brightness on that OLED display. Other things you've heard about already in the past, like ceramic shield, five colors, midnight starlight. There is a new blue, a purple, and then a product red. They say it's the best battery ever in an iPhone, but of course they're excluding pro models on that. I presume that this bigger, bigger... Uh, standard iPhone 14 is the culprit when it comes to whatever this record is for the standard model because the standard model hasn't been big in a while. It has the A15 chip, a new 12 megapixel main camera sensor, uh, larger sensor, larger pixels, F1.5, this is on the main camera, and sensor shift OIS. Uh, Having a bigger aperture means better low light uh, performance. They're saying a 49% low light improvement that's pretty significant this is when apple gets into their uh, nondescript graphs where you're you're looking at them and you're and you're and you're just what you're, does it all mean? you're just getting bamboozled uh-huh. with the with the intake to the so point colorful. of 49 percent better a 22 percent better life uh 78 uh, percent less likely to die tomorrow and you're like okay we i'll buy that that's how it starts to feel yeah. when it's flying at you. Anyway, they say 49% lower uh, low light improvement, faster night mode with the bigger aperture as well. You have the True Depth front facing camera, which now has autofocus for the first time on a front facing camera, f1.9 aperture. So better selfies, video conference, or just recording yourself from the front facing camera. They talked a little bit about their photonic engine which is going to apply for both the standard and pro model. This is a two times improvement uh, in low light for the front and ultra wide and a 2.5 times improvement on the main camera. Uh, This is something I like to see, the action mode for video. And this is using the full sensor and it basically gives you steady cam like footage for video. It looks like a gimbal. We've seen this attempted on other devices. In fact, we've seen actual motorized components in other devices in order to create a gimbal-like look to video. The samples they're showing look pretty amazing. Another thing that I'm excited to test run around, Mo can chase the dog around Mm. with the, the new Steadicam or what they're calling video action mode This next fact, this next tidbit, which they kind of glossed over, is going to be the most controversial of the day, I'm certain. No more SIM tray, no more SIM card in any U.S. models. I don't know about Canada. They said U.S. models of the iPhone 14, 14 Plus. No more SIM tray. It is all going to be eSIM. And they made it sound like this is the greatest thing ever. So long, tray. E- eSIM. Go back up. Well, eSIM makes things simple. You can activate your new iPhone or add carriers digitally. So you're calling and texting in no time. And unlike a physical card, eSIM can't be removed if your iPhone is lost or stolen. So they make it like, but you know, I know, he knows, they know. If you're switching phones, you got the flexibility, you got the flexibility to have some autonomy here. You're you're definitely it's a few more steps. You're feeling locked. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, Will. Okay. I mean, I'm just a guy. I'm just making noises. You know that. Yeah. Take it for what, take it how you want to take it. It's going to be controversial. I guarantee you that no more SIM tray, all US models. You're calling your carrier too much. I don't ever want to call my carrier. Uh. Stay out of my business, carrier. (laughs) Just give me a SIM card. Anyway, I don't know. Anytime something like this changes, people are irate. I don't know how irate I am. They didn't mention the eSIM thing with the pro models. Curious. Pay a little more, keep your SIM card. Did they mention anything about the eSIM with the Pro models? I don't know. Mo's going to fact check it, but I don't think so. The phone also has crash crash detection just like the watch. So you actually don't need the watch. If you, if you get into the crash, it's also going to do the same thing. It'll trigger emergency SOS if you don't respond, if it thinks you've just been in a crash. Uh, and it also, oh, by the way, has this thing called emergency SOS satellite mode. Both of them are eSIM only? Yeah. Both of them are eSIM only? Yeah. The Pro model as well. Yeah. Wow. We're That's dead. a real-time reaction right there. We're dead. Bro. Welcome to the future. Welcome to the future. Fingerprint only. Yeah. SIM rec. Uh, yeah. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. eSIM. Save the environment. Okay. Emergency SOS satellite mode uh, is essentially going to use satellites in an environment where you don't have a cellular connection or any other type of connection. Now, typically, there's not a lot of bandwidth here in order to send a message out. So they came up with this unique uh, way of dealing with these low bandwidth situations where you go through this kind of list of frequently frequent emergencies that people might have Mm. so if you don't have cell service you don't have wi-fi you're not completely out of luck uh if you have a clear view of the sky it's going to work its best and since it is low bandwidth apple's actually going to set up their own relay centers it's kind of like apple 911 Mm. where you can actually send some uh Low data messages, which would result in a call from a relay center to an emergency service, which could then locate you. Mm. Uh, this is another one of those things that can kill you that Apple wants to remind you of, whether it's the heart attack with the watch, or getting lost, or in the middle of nowhere, falling down, or the car accident. They've got it all covered, Mm -hmm. all the ways you're gonna get got. Uh, This is going to be free for two years, launching in November in the U.S. and Canada. I have no idea what they're going to charge for it after the fact. I would think it would be a service that would pretty much only be compelling to those that are consistently Mm. off-grid. Oh, yeah, no, you can't see the pricing. I saw the view pricing, but that's for the entire phone. I don't think they're going to tell us about the pricing post two years, but two years for free for now. $799 to start USD for the iPhone 14, the bigger model, $899, iPhone 14 Plus. These are starting prices, obviously, uh, depending on the specification you get. September 9th for pre-order for both. The standard iPhone 14 is actually going to be available first. September 16th, the Plus model, not until October 7th. Which is interesting because I think it might be the most popular model. It'll be close. I'm not mm. sure between these two. Uh, but manufacturing, delays, I don't know. Mm. Strategy, mm. supply chain, sure, inflation. I'm just going right. to keep saying words. I don't know. Many things might be uh, applying to this scenario. But September 16th, regular model, October 7th for the Plus model. All right. Let's get into the main attraction here. iPhone 14 Pro, iPhone 14 Pro Max. Uh, you know, my first note on this uh, model is crazy pill because they showed this video of the pill section as like a highlight. They were they were like, you know what? A hole punches punch hole notches. They're all funny and weird. Let's just lean into it. Yeah, it's jumping around. Let's just act, turning big, turning let's just small act like it's the main faint. attraction and, and 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 let's dress it up. Let's not pretend it's not there. Let's not put a wallpaper that aims to hide it. This is a change. Yeah. They're like, we like our pill and we're sticking to it. And they made it so significant that now it's integrated so heavily into the notification structure of the software. Yes. They love this pill thing. They don't call it the crazy pill. They actually call it the dynamic pill. No, no. The island. Island. The Island? The Dynamic Island. (laughs) (laughs) Most just like, looking like... The (laughs) the Dynamic Island. I prefer Crazy Pill, to be honest. Sure, yeah. If I had to name it, but we'll get to that in a moment. Uh, First, let's talk about the construction. Stainless steel still has ceramic shield. Available in four colors. Space black, silver, gold, and deep purple, which is... That's a new one for a pro model. And... I also just like the name in general, Deep Purple. Sounds fantastic. Mm. The pills section is 30% smaller than the notch was, Okay, which kind of makes sense. But, I mean, that changes depending what you're doing with it because it's flying around in different sizes all the time with these notifications. Uh, it is going to become your notification center, essentially. You can tap on it. You can expand things that are happening in it. Uh it's gonna act as sort of like a secondary picture in picture of something else that's going on in the background, whether you're waiting for an Uber or you're playing a media file, uh you're sending a file via airdrop, you're trying to catch a flight, or maybe you're connecting your AirPods. It's gonna give you some extra information in that section. I keep calling it the pill and forgetting they want me to call it the dynamic island. Uh, so face id airpods charging playing music album art navigation it's all in there and if you tap on that section you're going to in some cases get extra controls for play pause to change tracks things like that it is capable of housing two different elements at once actually Mm -hmm. so if you have two things going on in the background it'll it'll split them up in that singular uh, section. It also integrates with live activities from your lock screen. So if you're tracking a sports score on the lock screen and then you boot into the device itself, it'll be persistent up in the dynamic island. Mm. <laughs> I don't know how people can say this in the straight face. It'll be persistent in the dynamic island so you can keep track of that score while you're doing something else it's going to be available in two sizes that are the exact same as the non-pro models, so 6.1 inch and 6.7 inches it'll have thinner borders a peak hdr brightness of 1600 nits and an outdoor brightness of a peak outdoor brightness of 2000 nits Mm -hmm. which is absolutely no joke oled display wonderful stuff and this is maybe the thing you got most excited for, which is a bit, yes. a bit weird of all these things, but it's always on display. Uh-huh. A, lot, a lot of people don't realize. I mean, this thing has been that's been a feature on devices now for a really long time. Uh-huh. But Apple's been reluctant, uh, not so much anymore. And Willie do jumped out of his chair. Uh, it's gonna. Use, it has a one hertz low power mode for the display. So this is how you're gonna get away with it with uh, minimal impact on battery life. I'll probably still turn it off, to be honest with you. But it is, it's is—it's a pretty enhanced always-on. Yeah. It will dim the background image, and obviously you can see what you can do with it there. Um, All-day battery life, even with so many new capabilities. That's what they say. So I think they're implying it's not going to hinder your battery life too much. Willie do will use it, and he'll let us know. He's a big always-on guy. Here you have the A16 chip, so an increased performance, obviously, and... Uh, six-core CPU. It is their first four nanometer uh, for more efficiency and performance via those efficiency cores. Uh, apparently, Apple's high-efficiency cores use one-third the power of their competitors, but they were busy talking about how far they are ahead of their competitors in all regards, and all aspects, and we had a number of obscure graphs in order to, I don't know, prove that or just apply some sort of visual so that we can believe it. Uh, although I don't doubt it. I mean, this stuff is pretty amazing. What they've been what they've been doing with their own silicon sure. is pretty amazing. Uh, let's move over to the camera. 65% larger sensor. They actually have a really big sensor now on the Pro model. Uh, but what they're doing with that sensor is kind of interesting. Yes, it has a uh, sensor shift OIS, but they're doing a quad pixel thing. So you end up with a 12 megapixel photo, which for most people is more useful. But because you have this quad pixel setup, you have, well, much more light sensitivity going on so you're able to bring in more light which is going to give you all types of enhancements in low light type situations Uh, they claim two times low light improvement over the iphone 13 pro we're still getting photonic engine uh there because of this bigger sensor we're also getting four zoom levels four camera options 0.5 ultra wide 1x there's a new 2x and a 3x telephoto Hmm. so they were showing off just how useful that is for framing your shot and having more flexibility Uh, it also has apple pro raw which will use all 48 megapixels of the sensor so if you do want to spit out a file that you can then reframe crop at a later date and have plenty of resolution to go around you can use it in this pro raw mode however as you as you know, there's those are going to be enormous file sizes. So they, they have limited use for social media. That's more if you want to take it into an editor or do something else with it at a later date. Uh, they say that there's a new sensor on the ultra wide 12 megapixel. It's somehow going to enhance uh your macro performance. They didn't have too many details about how much better the ultra wide was. There were no fancy graphs or anything like that, but they just say that it's better. I'm a fan of ultra wide uh, the ultrawide option on on these devices. So any enhancement there is welcome as far as I'm concerned. They even had a little segment talking about improvements to the flash. It is now brighter. And then they just were, and then they just blanket statement uh, the cameras in general and said, all cameras are, all of our cameras are better in low light. So they like, forget about the main camera, forget about quad pixel. They're all better. In case that was too complex for you to follow or understand, they're all better. Uh-huh. I mean they that's how you they, they could basically condense the entire event. Tim at the very end could have said if you were falling asleep halfway through everything's better. Yeah. It D-R-D-R. is our Yeah, it's our best version of all the things we talked about. Yeah. Go buy them now. Can you imagine? <laughs> uh they have ProRes for video and also action mode with the gimbal like stabilization will also apply to the pro models obviously. And they said, all of this and still good battery. They didn't say best battery ever or anything like that, which is interesting. I'm always reading into the language that they choose to use in these scripts. So I'm curious about that. Is the battery going to be comparable to the current version? I'm sure it'll be good with all those efficiency cores. And the the last couple generations of iPhone have been pretty amazing as far as battery life uh, is concerned. So I don't doubt it. 9.99 Um, 9.99 starting price for the Pro and 10.99 starting price for the Pro Max. Once again, we're talking about USD prices. You can configure them with storage up to one terabyte. Uh, you're able to order either of these new ones September 9th, and apparently, this isn't what Mo told me. You're going to get these September 13th. So. You can order anything on the 9th, but actually the Pro and Pro Max models will ship first for the enthusiasts by the looks of it. If anybody uh, disputes those dates, I guess you can throw it in the chat or comments below. But it looks like this year Apple's shipping the Pro model first. So quick recap for each of these items. You can order the Apple Watch Series 8 today and get it September 16th. The Watch SE you can order today and get September the 16th. The Watch Ultra, you can order today and get September 23rd. The new AirPods Pro, you can order September 9th and get September 23rd. The iPhone 14 and 14 Plus, September 9th pre-order. You get the regular model September 16th, and you'll have to wait for the Plus until uh, October 7th. And the iPhone 14 Pro and 14 Pro Max, order them September 9th and get them September 13th. (sighs) Oh. that was impressive man good job I tried to condense that as much as possible for you honestly it was a very very long event it had to be an hour and a half maybe a little bit more and I wanted to take all the important elements and put it into something that was as easy as possible to digest and to compress time for you that's what I wanted to do I know you want to know all this info and I know you might not have an hour and a half so hopefully you found that useful interesting informative let me know what you're going to buy if any of this stuff are you impressed with any of it if you're going to buy any of these new apple products let me know which ones are the most interesting to you down in the comments below thank you very much for joining and i'll see you on the next one later